All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Bold Predictions Podcast, BP Podcast. It's in your wallet. Uh, joined by two guys again, Austin and Tyler. Um, real quick before we get into it, I'm going to say congrats to my co-host, Tyler. Uh, him and his lovely wife, Bree, welcomed in uh, their firstborn, a uh, nice son, Matthew, uh, future Bold Predictions Podcast guest. Couple years down the road, he's already gambling. I heard. Um, so, con- congrats, Bargy Bets, on that one, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, he was uh, watching the Saints game with me on his. With, he was born in six hours. Uh, six hours later, after he was born, he was watching the Saints with me, uh, trying to hit a parlay. So, he, he's he's obsessed. <laughs> he's already hooked. He's already uh, hooked. I'm sure Bree's loving that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's how Tyler's weekend was. Austin, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, I had a good weekend fantasy football wise. I'm not again not a big fan of uh, football. Uh, rather just put my money on betting. But I did three fantasy leagues this year, and I won. Uh, and our league that we have together, I won again. Down a receiver again uh, because my phone broke, and um, I couldn't change my lineup. And I won my other two leagues as well. Uh, one by point seven points last night in my last league due to Debo Samuel. Thank you, God. So uh, I'm just killing it. What can I say? You also said a very surprising message uh, to me uh, today yeah. that I had to expose to the group. Uh, what, what was that message again, Austin? I said I need you to text into the group chat so I can go to my phone so my phone was broke. And then you replied – you replied with a screenshot that had I'm gay written on it in Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write anything, uh, man. That's what guys, you said to I me. Just, I just want to let you know I saw the I saw the screenshot, and it was definitely straight out of Austin's phone. So, unfortunately, Annie Shelton. Coming, coming from the guy I'm, that won't go talk to women. Annie, unfortunately, <laughs> we found out Austin's gay, so you can start keep flirting with Uncle Bart in the comments because Austin's not going to work out, it sounds like. Um, she made a big play uh, at, at shortstop, though, Cam. Let's oh, talk yeah. about that. She Let's, nearly broke gonna, her we'll hand. We'll talk about that. She nearly broke Annie, her ring finger. Annie Shelton, <laughs> won, Annie Shelton won MVP of the game. The best player from the other team. Real quick, hold on. I might need to check with the other team's manager and make sure we can say this since she was all in our grill. Um, but, uh, yeah, Annie, uh, that's an inside joke. All the softball listeners, you guys will know what I mean. Um, but uh, Annie, best player on the other team, comes up to bat. An absolute piss missile line drive straight at Annie. Natural reaction through the glove out there. Snagged it. Looked Unbelievable. Like, looked like an all-star shortstop and immediately threw her glove on the ground and started screaming that her hand hurt. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she looked like a natural athlete on that one. And oh, she, uh, it, was, it was fantastic. And then she, she followed it up by looking like a statue at her next at bat and letting two balls hit the plate. But, uh, <laughs> yep, so that was great. Um, <coughs> heads up to all the listeners. Uh, pretty soon, if you pay attention to the Instagram, you'll see a uh, profile picture change. Um, I believe we are going to switch up our uh, logo. We had one of our friends, uh, Abby. Shout out, Abby. Shout out um, to Abby O Photos. Big, yeah, big shout out to Abby O Photos. Uh, she uh, did a little graphic design work and made us a new uh, emblem for our podcast, so much appreciated. Now we don't just have words on top of Michigan State's football field. Uh, we got we got a legit profile picture, so thank you, Abby. Uh, much appreciated. 
Shit, Tyler, we we got plenty we could talk about from that softball game. Oh yeah, that uh, softball game. We had Karen. Uh, Karen tried to ruin our pride and yeah, tried to the, ruin our the game. team. And the I team manager. We, we played an in Austin. We played an entire game against this team, and we we took we went into the bottom of the inning, bases <laughs> bases loaded. We were a tie <laughs> game. More batting in the bottom. Bases loaded with one out. Daniel comes up. Daniel tries to be the hero. Daniel fouls out. Uh, and then <laughs> now we got two outs. Bases loaded. All we need is one person across the plate. And Don't Tyler worry, I'm up to bat. <laughs> Tyler hits a little dinker right back to the shortstop and easy out at first. Um, and so we ended up tying that game. Whatever it is, what it is. We're playing the second game. Same exact team that we had the first game. Halfway through, there's like a 15-minute delay because this Karen that is the manager for the other team, first of all, the fact that you guys have a manager in a rec softball league is just sickening. Um, <laughs> she, she stopped the game to have a conversation with the umpire, and the umpire came back and said that she was complaining that we had one too many guys on the field. And so we ended up having to play a fielder down for the whole rest of the game, and we still beat him. So, Karen, suck our ass. Um, we still beat you guys. Uh, go have a study session. And, uh, yeah, go, go uh, do your prayer circle. Uh, prayer. She was definitely kind of pissed, too, because they, they hit a home run, Austin, and I, and I swear to God, we had two outfielders. They were doing backflips, like cartwheels, run, rounding third base, like celebrating. Like <laughs> they just won the Super Bowl. I swear to God. And it was remarkable how, like, how – Stupid it was. You don't get a single hit all game, and then you get a home run with only two outfielders in the outfield. Like, what do you? You know what I mean? Shout out to Maddie. Shout out to Maddie for uh, absolutely <laughs> beaming a girl in the back of the head with a softball. Love she that. She tried to throw her out at second, and the girl was in the base path, and the ball met her dome. Yeah, um, that was not great. But that was uh, that took a, that everyone on the field was like, oh shit. But did we um, talk about Annie Shelton's great play at shortstop? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if we mentioned it yet, yeah, but she, one hell of a play. One hell of a play. One hell of a play. Um, also, Annie, also, she hit the ball to the outfield. She got it. Not only did she get it past the pitcher for the first time in her career, she got it over the shortstop's head. So a Annie just had an all-around all around two games well, series she told against me, the church group. So she had an emotional 24 hours because she actually went to the uh, Cardinals game before and watched Pujols and Wayno and uh, Adam Wainwrights play their last game together. So she was inspired. I mean, what you could tell. You said what? Adam Wainwright is Wayno. Oh, I meant Yachty. Sorry. So, but yeah, I feel stupid now. But basically, she was inspired. Wow. And she, uh, we would have known what you meant. She was inspired and she felt like, you know, I'm going to be a good ball player today. And that's what she was. She uh, she spent every last hour that she had in her name to go watch that game with her family. Uh, she sat alongside a third baseline, <laughs> front row, cried during the speech, cried before the game. She she told me at 6 o'clock the night prior, she goes, I'm so sad thinking about Albert Pujols' last game, blah, blah, blah. He hits home run 7.03. What a great day for Annie Shelton. Yeah, what a day. She had herself a day. I didn't get to talk to her much at the game because she refused to talk to me. She said I bully her too much on this using this podcast as my, <laughs> as my source of bullying for her. Yeah. But uh, well, enough about I Annie mean, Shelton. I feel, though. I, you no, I feel I've got to address one more situation. I feel I feel that I can bully her when she 
blatantly flirted with my uncle in our Instagram comment <laughs> section. <laughs> so, uh, shout out, Annie. Great Sunday of softball. Uh, but take it easy on my uncle. Uh, keep it to Austin. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's how our Sunday night softball went. Uh, can't think that anything really else happened. I do want to make mention real quick, uh, shout out Brendan, another softball player. Um, a couple weekends ago, we had Oktoberfest. I think we talked about it on the last podcast a little bit. But after Oktoberfest, we weren't really done having fun, so we decided we were going to come back to our uh, the guy's house here. We have a nice basement set up. We had people back in the basement. Um, and... Brendan brought over a group of his friends, two of his roommates, another one, and then one of their girlfriends. And their his roommate's girlfriend was trash. And the reason I'm bringing this up, it might not make sense right now, and uh, I might have to sh- throw a picture on the Instagram story so all you guys that are listening can go take a take a look. Towards the end, <laughs> towards the end of the night, my bold predictions podcast notebook that was sitting in our basement that I used to keep track of all of our stats for all the weeks was missing, and I couldn't find it. But I didn't see the girl either, and the bathroom doors closed, so uh, well, that's kind of weird. And next thing I know, she comes she comes out of the bathroom, she stumbles, falls into the bar, um, and she tells me, "Was that your notebook?" And I said, "Yeah." Well, I left you some medical notes on it. <laughs> so, I, so I walk into the bathroom and laying on the bathroom floor is, have you ever seen like when a like a elementary school kid, like kindergarten tries to write their parents like a note about their weekend or something yeah. and it's just, just straight scribbles. <laughs> I can't understand a single thing on this other than one word. And that word is fasting. Um, so I shout out to, uh, Brendan's buddy's girlfriend for uh, leaving me these useful notes. I'll use these to study when I start med school. He's telling you to lose uh, weight. Nah, that's a work in progress, and thank you for the fasting tip. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just uh, wanted to bring that up because Brendan said, you guys didn't ever mention the scribbles in the notebook, so there it is. Uh, shout out. Thank you for the notes. Um, well, but, yeah, that was – yeah, little doc- literal doctor's handwriting. You don't have to un- – as long as the pharmacy can read it, that's all that matters, I guess. Um, Love that. But, yeah, that's uh, that's how our weekend went with softball and the big big birth of old Matthew for Tyler. Um, baby Varg. Old baby Varg, yep. Loved it. Hopefully he has um, a little bit more bat speed than his old man. Let's let yeah, tell you that. I can, <laughs> I can sh- we can sure hope that and maybe a little more – baseball or softball awareness when bases are loaded only need one run uh i just we'll throw uh austin we'll jump back over to you here for a second how was uh how was your weekend with hurricane ian i beat hurricane ian just like i beat everything else Um, are you eating a sandwich right now (laughs) you, you can't talk about she's telling me to lose weight you're munching on the podcast Damn right I am, dude. I just got home and took care of a lot of stuff and going out of town. But you know what? Ian can suck it. Um, no, no damage here. I was out of power for a few hours and um, turned on the generator, and we were all good. We were all good. Oh, love so, that. I, I think I got a picture. How was that apple moonshine? Oh, delicious. Apple pie moonshine is the way to go. Dude, dude. I got a lot of videos of Austin in the uh, 
during Hurricane oh, with his shirt off, and he's just living flow. life. His flow going in the wind. It looked like he was slip and slide and Justin Fields in, in the parking lot. Yeah. He was having a great time. I was trying, dude. I was cooking breakfast on the Blackstone while Ian was cooking up. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. man. Dude, that looked like a good time. I felt like I was at I Waffle do. Horse Water I Park do. looking at Austin I do want to throw, throw a huge shout-out. Austin sent us a video of him whipping it up mid-hurricane on his Blackstone on his porch. And he had probably the best shirt I've ever seen Austin wear. Oh, hottie toddy. Let's go, Rebels. Um, <laughs> big old Miss shirt. Loved it. Uh I didn't notice anything else in the video but the shirt, and then uh, Alex Alex afterwards was like, "You realize he was cooking mid storm, right?" No, nah, I didn't pay much attention to that part. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's how everyone's weekends went. Um, just uh, as far as having fun, but as as far as sports betting, by God, I suck. Alex sucks. We owe the bookie, boys. We owe the bookie. No um, surprise. I, I'm no longer Monday Night Miracle. Uh, the Monday Rams, Night Slop. Yeah, no, Monday Night Frauds. The Rams were Monday Night Frauds. The Rams, they couldn't figure out what. Stafford needs Tommy John. Their two running back system doesn't work because neither of them are RB1s. Um and the 49ers defense just looks looks good. I I mean it it doesn't help I guess that the Rams are missing what like three starting o linemen. Um but yeah, Bro, I don't the Patriots are missing o linemen too. They're also missing two fucking quarterbacks. We took it to overtime in Green Bay. I don't want to hear it. Nobody gives a fuck about the Patriots, Austin. Yeah, except two of the people on the podcast. Which uh, only one's uh, here, yeah. so no, you don't have any defense. The Patriots, the Patriots are great I don't team. Wanna, I don't want to hear excuses for the Rams. They spent a billion dollars this offseason. I don't give a shit. They suck. All right, well. Yeah. I'm not a Rams fan. I'm just saying that they were frauds on Monday night, and they cost me my Monday night miracle title. Um, anyone have any games they want to really go over? Yeah, um, I, I would like to go week? over some games. So uh, yeah. live from the hospital, I watched uh, a total of eight games. Uh, I was on. I I had like my illegal uh, thing to watch the games at the hospital. The nurses were like, "I didn't know you had all these channels on your TV." And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't know either." But luckily, they didn't know I was uh, illegally streaming in their hospital. And I uh, chose. I had Seattle. Seattle made me a uh, Seattle plus three and a half against the Lions. Love that. Great win. Then I just decided, you know, the Falcons kind of suck, so I'm gonna take Cleveland minus one. Uh, nope, Cleveland sucks. Houston, plus six. Couldn't even cover the six spread. Uh, Chargers destroyed them. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with the Bears' money line because the Bears, they haven't won a game. They, they need to win a game, right? Nope, can't win a game. Bro, well, they're 2-2, two and two, I think. Yeah, I think they won. I know they they won week one. They did win one, week one, but they're just so inconsistent. Like, you don't know what you're getting <laughs> so with the Bears. So they have won a game. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars, come on now. You're up fourteen to zero going to the second quarter. You're you're killing. The here, Eagles. let's here. Hold on one second. I can I can I can sum up the whole game. Ready? Blue blue forty two. Trevor Lawrence can't fucking hold on. Five <laughs> fantasy points for me. Yeah. Five he, fantasy points. Four fumbles. It. They were comparing him to Peyton Manning, dude. He fumbles the ball. 
more than oh my. Bill Buckner at first they need, base. They need, they need to be fucking comparing him to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has had eight fumbles this year already going into this week. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is something Matty else. Ice. Matty Ice is a legend. And then uh, my my Matty one game that sucks. I <laughs> the one game that I thought was an absolute lock, and I think this team is turning everybody's head, is the Arizona Cardinals, twenty six. The Carolina Panthers sixteen. Baker Mayfield sucks. Uh, Baker's a fraud. The Cardinals Heisman are decent. Bust. The Panthers, dude, I can't name more than two people. You have DJ Moore. Oh, I can name three. Okay, I'm sorry. But you know what I mean. You get the picture. The The Panthers are a joke. They can't get anything together. So I won a total of two bets this week. Or I won three bets, actually. And uh, that wraps up my Sunday. I didn't win any. So, um, Awesome. Any games you want to bring up? Nah. I didn't really get to put any bets down because I was up without a phone all weekend. So yeah, I that's really, true. I, I forgot about your phone. Hurricane yeah, so I, I couldn't really, um, I couldn't really <laughs> lay any bets this weekend because everything. Every oh, time I came in with a new phone, it said we're sending boys. a code to your phone number. But you know what? I didn't have a phone number because my service was shut off. So guys, we are for we are forgetting one of the most important things that happened of the week. We what? saw the real life creation of the movie Radio happen on Thursday Night Football. Tua got his shit rocked. Because he should not have been playing. Yeah, he... It he was should a... not have been playing. And you cannot tell me that it was a back injury. I'm telling you right now, it was not a coincidence that he fucking had a seizure in the middle of the field four days after he had a concussion on the field and they put him back in the game. You cannot tell me that's a coincidence. You cannot tell me it's a back injury. They're fucking covering it up. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, well, I'm, a pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the neurotechs that were working on that have been fired. So what's that tell you? They've been fired because they needed they needed to look like the NFL was doing something. They should they should have been fired after they let him back in the game. Yeah, that was uh that was one of the most wild things I've ever witnessed sitting watching a football game. Yep. Um, it shouldn't take someone dying on the football field for them to follow the damn rules. I mean, I that my at first when I first saw it, I literally thought he was just laying there with a broken finger, and then he stopped. He was not moving. And I was like, oh. I thought he was paralyzed. Um, sad, sad day for football. But, hey, so Tua got carted off because he was paralyzed. DK Metcalf got parted off, carted off because he had to take a shit. <laughs> uh, Mid-game, DK Metcalf's riding on the injury cart, and all his fantasy owners are shitting their pants, thinking they just lost their star wide receiver. And he tweets out, that the clutch walk wouldn't have made it back to the locker room, so he had to ride the car. I've done that before quite too many times where you just can't. Good you for don't, him. You don't know what's going to happen, so you got to go. You know, when you got to go, you got to go. Oh, I loved it. I, it was one of my the funniest things I've ever, uh, ever, ever like, witnessed in the NFL. Um, AB last year was pretty funny, too. Yeah, that dude, he had himself a wild weekend. He sure uh, did. He got it. Oh, oh, guys, just uh, breaking news. We are a sports podcast. Aaron, jo Aaron Judge just hit a 60-second. No, he didn't. Uh, yes, he did. Wow. Um, I'll remember this moment for the rest of my life. We were sitting recording the podcast when Aaron Judge broke the record, boys. We won't forget it. Um, let's get into yeah. the uh, games coming so up this uh, week. We'll jump in real quick. We're going to throw it back to last week one more time. We're going to get into our uh, previous week's picks. Um 
So we're going to go in the same order here. Austin, um, last week, we'll start with our locks of the week from the week prior. Austin, you came back with a uh, lock of the week with the Titans plus three and a half. And that one actually was correct. You had the Titans plus three and a half. They won 24 to 17 on uh, the Colts, right? Yeah. Uh, that's another team I'm betting against the Colts fade the Colts in every week until Jonathan Taylor realizes that he's supposed to be first top running back in the league. And until Matty ice figures out that he's supposed to be playing football. Um, so good pick on that one, Tyler, you, um, gave two, you, uh, had the Patriots plus 10. Uh, they lost 27 to 24 to green Bay, but it was in overtime and I, Three points is obviously within that 10-point spread, so that one worked for you. And then you also gave us a, a lock of the week at the Rams, plus two and a half. Uh, they lost 24-9 to to the 49ers, as we just talked about previously. The Rams are frauds, um, so one and one for you on that one. Ouch. Um, and then shout-out to uh, last week's special guest appearance, uh, Daniel, otherwise known as Stan the Man. Um he gave us a Bears plus three as his lock of the week. Incorrect. They lost 20 to 12 to the Giants. And then he also came back with another lock of the week for us, and he wanted the under at 39 and a half in that game. So he went one for one in his locks. Um, so thanks for coming on last weekend, Stan, and uh, good job on your locks of the week. Um, and then uh, – Hit 100%, though. Yeah, yeah, hit us up when you get 100%. Speaking of 100%, uh, then then I uh, I took the Cowboys minus three as my lock of the week. They won 25 to 10, so that one was correct. And I also took the Cardinals plus one, um, and the Cardinals won 26 to 16. So I went 2-0 and oh on my locks of the week this week. Um, so we'll throw it over. I'm only keeping our three stats since we're the only three that are consistently on here um, on the season. Austin is one and two. Um, Tyler is two and two, and I am two and two. Um, so pretty good standings for the boys. The only reason Austin has one game less than us is because me and Tyler have given uh, last week we gave two locks of the week, and Austin only gave one. Um, so good job on that, boys. Um, did pretty good on our locks. Um, but then we'll jump into our bold predictions. It's the name of the podcast. It's what everyone's here for, to hear us run our mouth and hopefully be idiots. Um, Austin, he put the name bold prediction and us being four morons legitimately into the picture because he took the Bills minus three versus the Ravens. It would have pushed, but as Austin always does, Austin ran his mouth and he said, the Bills are so good, I'm pushing it to minus five. Uh, you lost. You act like that was far off. That was two points off. And it didn't hit. Oh, that's what it happened. It didn't hit. It was two points off, and they came back from an 17-point uh, point, point differential. All right. So, incorrect there. <laughs> and then uh, Tyler. Tyler took the Broncos plus two and a half versus the Raiders. Incorrect. I can't even remember the final score. I didn't write it down. Um, but the Raiders ended up winning that game. Um by more than three uh and then daniel back to the 100 percent club boys daniel gave us two of his bold predictions falcons plus one and a half versus the browns the falcons won that game and covered the spread 
And then he had the New York Jets plus three and a half versus the Steelers. And not only did they cover that spread, they won outright. Um, so Daniel went two for two on his bold predictions. Um, Damn, Daniel. Then, and then, uh, oh, Daniel gave three. He and Andy took the Arizona plus one versus the Panthers, which shouldn't really have been a bold prediction, but we told him he could have it. So technically, he went three for three. With a little asterisk mark, because only two of those should have counted. Um, and then I took the Bengals minus four versus Miami. I told you guys last week I had a feeling Tua was banged up. Something wasn't something wasn't right with that Miami team. The Bengals were buzzing. The Bengals were wearing probably my favorite uniforms in the NFL when they wear their icy white Tiger uniforms. Um, and that covered. So I got my bold prediction correct. So that was a pretty good week overall for our picks we gave you guys on the podcast. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's jump into week five of the NFL here. Um, it's going to be a quicker one for you guys because we only have three people giving you guys our locks and our bullet predictions rather than four. Um, so we won't uh, keep you too long on this. Um, so let's let's jump straight into it, Austin. Why don't you lead us off with your lock of the week for week five of the NFL? Lock of the week. All right. I also want to take this time uh, during my lock of the week to point out that Cam is only in the 40% club. and I made it out of the 30%. Way below us in this uh, pick'em league. Me and Vargas are sitting at the top here. I think Alex is behind us by one and Cam is behind us by like 12. So... Um, he wants to give me crap for my bold picks. predictions and, and that he got 100% on his one pick that we all agreed on. It wasn't really bold. Um, yeah, he's not any good at this. So I'll go ahead and, and give you my lock of the week. Um, I think my lock of the week is Buffalo over Pittsburgh, 14-point favorite. Um, I think uh, Kenny Pickett coming in as a starting quarterback, Buffalo is going to tear him apart. I think Pittsburgh fucked up. Um, they need to let him develop more before they put him in. Mitchell Trubisky is, I mean, he hasn't been playing great, but he hasn't been playing god-awful either. And Kenny Pickett came into the game and threw three interceptions within a matter of minutes. Um, I think they're going to completely destroy his confidence. He's going to be the next, uh, he's going to be the next bust. Um, no, he's not. So I think, uh, I think Buff- Buffalo's going to get at least another two interceptions on him. And it's going to be, they're going to beat him by way more than 14 points. All right. Love that bold prediction. Love it. That's a lock of the week, not a bold prediction. So Love Tyler, that lock of the Austin. week. Love that lock Austin. of the week. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tyler. Yeah. Austin, do you have any more, or are you going with one lock? Um. Well, I if I'm going to take another lock, I'm going to say Tennessee over Washington. Even though they're playing in Washington, Tennessee is on a roll right now. Washington stinks. What? Washington stinks. I agree with you on that one. They are terrible. The fact is that that Tennessee was only given two and a half, or well, they have two and a half point favor over Washington. That just blows my mind because Washington is trash, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if if they win like another one or two games all all season. So, um, I love that lock right there. I think they're trash. I think Tennessee's going to pull this one away. Two and a half point favorite. Um, in Washington. All right. Sounds good. Um, I really like that Titans win. Tyler, go ahead and hit us with your locks, buddy. All right. Well, this one might surprise everybody, but I am officially on uh, 
The Seahawks plus six against the Saints. I think uh, Geno Smith, I don't know if he's even playing quarterback this week, but I, uh, I'm on the Geno train. So let's go Geno Smith plus six Seahawks. Uh, I'm I like with you on that. I, think I, I like him a lot. I think the Seahawks uh, are uh, a is team Taysom, that can Is compete. Taysom Hill playing next week? No. I thought well, uh, I think he's playing, think, but I don't think he's starting quarterback. He's not he's not playing. I thought uh, Winston was out. He was out for last last game. Huh. I don't know if, I don't think he's been ruled out for this game. Uh, I don't know. Um I I like that Tyler. I have that down as well. Um, yeah, that's my lock of the week uh, as far as um bold predictions, I think. No, uh, no, we'll get into that in a second. Did we already get Austin's bold prediction? No, he no, did no. two locks of the week. Do you have another lock of the week, or are you only going? Oh one no, this my week? bad, my, dude. I am gone. Okay, no, I'm good. All right. Um. All right. So throw it over to me here. Um, for my lock of the week. Man, this one's hard for me. Uh, I really like that. I'm gonna ride with you, Austin. I'm gonna give two here. The first one, I'm gonna piggyback off Austin here. I'm gonna take that Titans minus two and a half. Um, versus Washington, I think, like we talked about, Washington stinks. And I I shit on Tennessee for a second there earlier this year. And I, I don't think they're as bad as I thought they were going to be. Still don't think they're contenders. Um, but Washington's not even close. So that's my first one. And then looking through my sheet here real quick. Oh, man. I'm uh I'm gonna take the uh shit. I I'm gonna go ahead and take a uh I'm gonna take a Chiefs minus seven over the Raiders as a lock of the week. I don't think Las Vegas Ooh. is very good. I think um, that's more of a bold prediction because you're nah. forgetting their divisional rivals, baby. No, I, I think the Chiefs are going to be buzzing. They're coming off a big win in Tampa. Um, they're going to be buzzing. They're going to steamroll Derek Carr. Um, uh, that's my lock of the week. So I'm taking the Titans minus two and a half versus Washington, and I'm taking the Chiefs minus seven against the Raiders. I have mixed feelings about that. Uh, <laughs> I I'm, I don't know. I like that, actually. Titans. I like that. I like the uh, the Chiefs. I'm kind of. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on the cliff, and then like I back up from the cliff with the Raiders, but mm-hmm. I it's just it's it's a risky pick. All right, so yeah, um, I think that's one of my bold predictions with the Raiders because divisional yeah. opponent, and they almost always play the Chiefs really, really tough. Yeah. All right, so that's our locks of the week for you guys. Uh, we'll jump over to our bold predictions here. Um, we'll go in the same order, Austin, Tyler, Cam. So, Austin, lead us away. All right, so I'm going to start off with, the, with Vegas. I think Vegas is going to cover a seven-point spread against the Chiefs. Um, again, I don't really think that's that bold, but I'm going to use that as my bold prediction because they're underdogs. I I mean, the, the uh, any, any AFC West team plays the Chiefs really well. And the Chiefs struggle against AFC West opponents, so I think that the the uh, the uh, Raiders are going to pull that one out, uh, just the spread. And then my uh, other bold prediction: I think Carolina this week is going to cover the spread against San Fran. It's a five five point spread, but it's in Carolina. 
Um, basically, the, Baker's under a bunch of fire right now um, because he's been playing like shit. Heisman bust. So I think he's going to very good game, and I think uh, 49ers are going to win, but I think Panthers are going to cover. Good deal, good deal. All right. Um, I hate to tell you, Austin, and since I'm in the 40% club, you're probably hoping that uh, – you're you're probably hoping that my forty percent sticking true, but I hate both of those. Um, not a fan. So well, that's fine. I mean, you're you're in last place, so I'm tied for first. So that's <laughs> <laughs> shots uh, fired. Right. Tyler, what are your bold predictions this week? Uh, my bold prediction is I'm gonna go with the um, Giants plus eight against the Packers. I think the Giants with Saquon are uh, proving everybody wrong. They're a fun team to watch. Like and they that. can run the ball. I do too. I also really, really like the um, – you're going to kill me on this one, Austin, but plus five with the Cardinals against the Eagles. I think the Eagles are still – I'm, no, I'm not on the Eagle train too. yet. I'm not on the Eagles train I, yet. I, I, I picked that too. Yeah. I did not. I think the Cardinals can put up points. I think um, Kyler is a pretty exciting player, and I think uh, – I Yeah. I think it's going to be a good game to watch. That's the game I'll probably be watching on TV. So, Philly can against Arizona, I like Arizona plus five. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I don't think Eagles are unstoppable. I mean, they're not going to go undefeated this year for sure. Um, I think they're. I think the Cardinals are a better team than you think, and um, than people think. And as soon as they get DeAndre Hopkins back, they're going to be that much better. Um, so I think the Cardinals. I don't. I don't think they pulled out the win, but I think they can. Hold, I think they can keep it within five too. I agree with that. Hmm. All right. Um, I really like that Giants one at plus eight. Um. I'm going to give you two here, and I'm going to go against Austin's first lock of the week here. I'm taking a bold prediction here. I'm taking Steelers plus 14 versus Buffalo. Um, simply taking it because of the amount of points. I don't think Steelers will be close to beating Buffalo. Um, I think this is the year that I think this is the year that Tomlin's uh, 500 or better streak might end. Um. But uh, I just think 14 points is a lot for an NFL spread. And I think Buffalo shows has been showing a couple glimpses of that they're like not being perfect. And not being perfect doesn't get you 14-point wins. Uh, so that's my first one is uh, the Steelers plus 14 versus the Bills. And then my second one is going to be uh, – Against the previous week's Monday Night Frauds, I'm going to take America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, plus four and a half versus the Rams. Um, I I don't know if the Cowboys can win that game outright. I would like to see them beat the Rams. Um, But just from what we've seen and what we talked about previously, Stafford, that that elbow's looking rough. Uh, He's not looking like he's comfortable. Their O-lines beat to hell. Their running backs stink. I'm laughing at you on the inside if you drafted Cam Akers in round two, Daniel. Um, but, uh, and I, I think I think Dallas has it in them this year. I don't, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, I don't think. But uh, I think a plus four and a half spread against the team that just struggled against the 49ers is pretty doable. What do you guys think? I agree with the Cowboys game. Um, I think that Cooper Rush is playing better than everybody thought they would. Uh, he's playing better than Dak did, to be honest with you. 
Um, but uh, I think Cow- I think that's a good pick of the Cowboys. I think you're just flat out wrong about the Bills and Steelers. You pointed out the Bills uh, were imperfect against two of the top AFC teams in, in the league right now, um, against the Dolphins and the Ravens, um, with much different style of teams than the Steelers, which is a team that cannot put up points right now. Um, Buffalo's putting up, thir- averaging 30 points a game right now. The Steelers are averaging like 10. Um, so I think the Steelers haven't even played anyone as good as the Bills, and they're getting their shit rocked. And I think the the Steelers are just so trash. I think the, the Bills easily put up 40 points on them. All right, Tyler, you got any thoughts about that Cowboys or that Steelers game? Uh, I think I think Austin's exactly right about the Steelers. I think uh, the Steelers suck. Um, I think that Pickett sucks. Uh, and also with the Cowboys, I think Cooper Rush is going to be 5-0 and by the end of the week. I think Cooper Rush is the real deal. A lot of people counted him out. They utilize him perfectly. They use him. Uh, the Cowboys are really good scheming with him. So I'm a uh, big, big fan of the Cowboys. They're an exciting team to watch. Uh, Zeke can't run the ball like he used to, but they have Pollard now. Pollard can move the ball. He's exciting to watch. Uh, they have a great offensive line. That's all you need to win games. All right. Sounds good. Um, so with uh, with the games being done here for the week, um, I guess we can just uh, throw it over to like uh, closing out this podcast, boys. It's been a uh, more of a quick one, but that's what happens when we're down a host. Um, but your boys got to get to his little little bargy bet. Yeah, we gotta we gotta wrap this one up. We got uh. Yeah, the little bet, the little betting man himself uh, is going to need some care here. Um, Bree's probably sick of Tyler not changing the diapers, so Tyler needs to get in there and do his work. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, guys. Once again, we're gonna say thank you to all of our listeners um, for coming back each week and listen to us ramble about NFL football and shit talk each other a little bit. Um, Big shout-out to everyone on me and Tyler's uh, softball team um, for that big win we had on Sunday against Karen. Um, Big shout-out to Annie Shelton as an all-star, as we talked about earlier. And big shout-out to Abby O'Photos for that uh, awesome new emblem she created the podcast. Absolutely. Big Uh, shout-out to the Whiskey Deeks. They're taking on Drew Hughes' uh, Jake team tonight. uh, Drew Hughes sent me a Snapchat with all my friends telling me, Go fuck yourself, Argus. So that was very welcoming. Uh, <laughs> I I actually saved that on my phone, and I will use that against you, Drew, here in the future. So if you're listening, to it's this, okay. That that team's gonna be named Drew Sucks after a couple seasons. So and yeah, true that. And also, I uh, whooped your ass in fantasy. So shout out to you, buddy. Hope you're feeling great. Yeah, real quick, I'll throw a shout out. I haven't been haven't had the fantasy fleecer offering me any trades this week. So Brett, the trades are open on my team. If you're listening, feel free to throw some my way. Um, but let's let's try to keep them realistic. All right, guys. Once again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we will see you next week for more NFL football. Uh, thank you for listening to Bold Predictions Podcast, BP Podcast. It's in your wallet. <laughs>